Blog Talk Radio. Some things, um, and I'm, I'm going to say decisions. 
um, decisions is what we're going to talk about tonight. Um, and, and, and hopefully that you'll, you'll be able to get something out of this. It's really, I'm just going to go over some things that I've learned over the weekend. And it's funny when you're doing ministry and God puts something for you to do or you're doing ministry work and everything that goes into detail. And it's very important. And this weekend I've learned that if, if you're not careful, you can mess up what God has set up if you're not careful by what you say, how you do, how you move. You just got to be very, very careful. Um, one of the things we, we was, um, not to get into too much detail and give out too much information, but we was doing ministry all weekend, it seems like, uh, me and my wife. And um, one of the things that, that uh and she'll be on uh in a few um but it's it's it is a blessing to be able to be called to do ministry you know some people just do ministry just to be doing it but when you're called um and sometimes it doesn't really matter uh ministry just shows up and and this is what happened over the weekend ministry just showed up um, it was unexpected. It wasn't announced. You didn't have time to prepare for it. You just had to move the way the Lord wanted you to move. And and one of the things, like I said, one of the things that um, is important that I've learned over the weekend, and, and I preached about it on Sunday, is half the battle is just showing up. But when you when you're doing ministry and you have a purpose in your life, regardless of what goes on, and I think I said it last Monday, regardless of what goes on around you, the purpose that God has you in position should that that's the only thing that matters at that particular time in ministry. And when ministry arises and it it it, it shows up and you have to be there. And this is just what I've learned. And, and you know, um, something happened yesterday, and I learned a lot. Yesterday was my birthday, by the way. And um, so right off the bat, when I say that, a lot of people think, well, you probably had a good birthday, you know, had cake, dinner, all that. Really not a big cake eater. But I did have a nice dinner. But ministry was at hand and even before you get to my birthday it seemed like all weekend and and i i want to commend my wife because ministry and the purpose of what we were called to do was in full effect and when i say this is because never looked at it like go ahead i'm gonna look at it now we didn't set up a time to do this ministry we didn't uh, plan it like okay this is what we're going to do on this day and boom we've done things like that in the past we went out passing food and stuff out we set it up and we did it but when you're called with a purpose you never know when you're going to get that call and and sometimes and I'm guilty of this is I'll put it on the back burner okay uh, uh, it shows up but I'm busy because I already made these plans so I can't do what my purpose or my calling is because I've already made plans. And I, and I touched about it last week and it just goes to show that it was in full effect 
over the weekend because the plans I made never got done because of the purpose that God called on my life. The Lord doesn't care about the plans I make. But when his purpose shows up, we have to be willing and able to move the way we wanted to move. And and I learned a very viable lesson because my wife wasn't feeling good. And, and this showed me something. This taught me something. And I'm not trying to uplift her for what she did, but it really showed me purpose and the meaning of purpose because she wasn't feeling well and she had to do because we got the call, she had to move. And I knew she wasn't feeling well, so as a husband, my main concern is, you know, make sure your wife is taken care of. And even the Lord doesn't, the Lord has her covered anyway, but as a husband, that's just my concern. But when you're doing purpose, when you're doing what God's called you to do, no matter how your body feels, you have to show up and and, and, and let the Lord does what he's going to do. All we got to do is show up. So my wife was handling one thing and something else appeared. She wasn't even supposed to be what she was supposed to be. And ministry just showed up and the Lord orchestrated it because he wanted her to be in that position to be able to help someone that she didn't even know that she wasn't even going there for that purpose. But see, this is when purpose calls. You have to be ready. And and it just showed me something because she could have easily not even went to where she went. And I'm not going to get into the story. It's just a lot of times the Lord will put something in front of us, and I know I'm guilty of it. And because I made plans, I'm going to do my plans, and I'll deal with the ministry later. And, and it... I saw it work in full effect yesterday um, and over the weekend. My wife over the weekend with a lady she met at Walmart and there was a need. But the reason she was out and about because we was helping someone else totally different that was in need. And the trip to Walmart was, an I'm not going to say it was an accident trip, but she had to go because something that happened in her personal space that she had to make a quick trip to Walmart and making that quick trip to Walmart, which she wasn't on the schedule to make. Uh, she ran into some people that needed some help and we was, she was able to do what the purpose in the call was. And it, it's, it's just amazing to me how I, I saw this weekend and I look back over my life and many times I made plans and the purpose that God called me to do ministry and I will put the ministry on hold because I made plans. And, and this weekend I was thinking about that. I'm like, wow, I've been, you know, if I had plans to do a, B and C, I did a, B and C. And then I would go back and handle the ministry. And how many missed opportunities have I elder Derek Oliver missed because I wasn't walking in my purpose. Not saying I'm not saved or don't love the Lord or don't love what I do, but sometimes the Lord will orchestrate a situation. And and as I'm getting older and I'm starting to recognize things on a whole nother level, it's just it amazed me. And and I, I use my wife as an example because she was not one hundred percent. And and even on yesterday, 
And I'm going to get into something um, about when you have a purpose, how very detailed and careful you have to be. You just can't just go up and just have do stuff because it's going to have an effect on the person that you're supposed to be helping. And, and it, you can you can give them everything that they need, everything that they want, but you still have to be mindful and you have to be careful because there's purpose. There's a reason the Lord has you there. And if it's to give them food, it's to give them food, but it may be some a small detail that you might miss, a small area they may say something to you. And if you're not careful, you can miss it because it wasn't on your schedule. But the Lord don't care about your schedule. He cares about the purpose of your life. He called us for a purpose and for a reason. And when we do stuff, and I can't speak for nobody but me, and, and, and I hope that going into 2023, I'm more mindful of the purpose and look careful when we're helping people instead of just helping them and leaving them leaving them. And that, that's pretty much what I want to talk about today is because when when you're walking in God's purpose, is a reason that we help people. is a reason that we minister to people. It's a reason that we walk the way that we walk. And what purpose and whatever, because my purpose may be different than my wife's purpose. And, and, and our purpose together as a couple may be different than another couple's purpose. But it's very, you have to be very careful because if you do the wrong thing or say the wrong thing, you can affect somebody walk with Christ. And no, they're not as spiritual as we are. They're not as, 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 as you know, they just need help. And, and sometimes we're just there to help them, whether they come to our church, whether they don't come to our church. We're just there to help them, and it's very important that we we give them the help that they need and, and, and be mindful of that while we're walking in our purpose. It's not about us just doing it and saying we help these people and move on to the next. Um, because if you do it that way, you might miss something, and because you missed it, you may cause someone else to miss it. So as we walk in believing, we got to take this walk very seriously, and we have to take it um, and understand that the Lord has called us for a reason, and we have to be mindful of our surroundings. We have to be mindful of the people we're helping. Now, if I was to say we want to pass out food on Saturday, it'd be great. You get people, volunteers that pass the food out to people, and then that's it. And for more, and for majority of the people that they they feel like they have fulfilled their purpose. But did you get to talk to the person? And sometimes when people, they may need more than food. They may need more than money. They may need more than prayer. But if we're just giving them the basics, we're missing. And this is why I believe, it's just my opinion, and I've been meditating this all day, that um, a lot of times we just give lip service and that's it. So we, and when I say this, we look good doing it, but we're not really doing the full purpose of the job. We're just doing half the job, dropping off the groceries. That's it. God bless you, and that's all I'm called to do. That's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to do no more. And this weekend as I was 
called into ministry. And it was like yesterday, it was very, very um, intense. It was very in, um, it was, it was, it was just intense. Just let me say that because there was a lot of moving parts and we're trying to help. And at one point I stopped and I'm like, this is a lot of work. Um, but if I just would have did the regular details and been done with it, we wouldn't have saw it all the way through. But to see it all the way through, we had to make sacrifice. I had to make a sacrifice. Um, my wife had to make a sacrifice. Other people had to make sacrifices to see it all the way through in helping individuals or families. And um, it wasn't just, okay, give them some food. It wasn't just, oh, put some shelter over their head. These people needed help. And what I loved about yesterday that there were a lot of phone calls made because every step was very important because if we would have misguided or misled something, it could have got turned around and it could have been a lot worse. Even though we thought we were doing a good thing, it could have got worse if you if we didn't pay attention to the small details. So there were some things that my wife saw that I didn't see. And there were some things I saw that she didn't see. And there were some things some other people seen that we didn't see. And this is when you're walking in purpose and you have uh, uh, more than one person uh, assisting in the purpose or the call. You'll be able, as they say the saying, cross every T and dot every I and give them what they fully need. Now it's up to them to take it to the next step, to the next level. But we've covered every area that we needed to cover. We covered the, the finances. We covered the, the, the food. We covered the shelter. We prayed. We, we've covered the things that we've covered. We covered everything. And it took a whole team. Of, it wasn't just one person. It was, a multi, it was a multitude of people who had to assist in doing purpose. And what I've learned is in a lot of times in the past when we would help, we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't take the time to see the full picture. And and I'm going to say this because I'm guilty of it, and so I can say it, that I'm guilty of just showing up and just doing the bare minimum and being done and then walk away and say that I done my calling. And it's like, okay, you 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 half did it. And you showed up, but you didn't inquire. You didn't go the full mile. And I'm not saying this to beat myself up. I'm just saying it's a it's a learning process. And and over the weekend the Lord really used the purpose of my life to see that is more to it than just passing out food. There's more to it than just giving money. There's more to it than just praying for folks. And, and like I said, my wife really was an inspiration because the purpose and the call that we have does not matter what we're going through personally. It doesn't matter what we got surrounding us. It doesn't matter what we got planned for the day. 
And it, it was a beautiful thing to see because I know on a normal day, my wife not feeling that she's not leaving the house. I know my wife well enough to know that, you know, she come home from church, she's shutting it down, that's it. And, and, and we had had plans to, she had plans to spend the day with her new grandson and, and just chill. That was, but the purpose and the calling didn't care about any of that. It was going to see if we were going to do the job and were we going to make sacrifice. And the thing about it is, are you making a sacrifice to do ministry or are you just doing the bare minimum with no sacrifice? Or are you doing ministry according to your schedule and how you want to do it? Or are you doing it when it's right there in front of you to do it? And that, that's pretty much what, what I want to talk about tonight. And then another thing that um, happened, I got a text um, after I preached. And the way that they text, it just showed that I know that the Lord is using me because of someone, when you do a message and it touches someone and they can respond that they understood the word and they, they got it, it's just a ble- it was a blessing. And then to see my wife go out and to help people and have to make sacrifices, her time, her money, her her family to do ministry is like, wow. And it wasn't just showing up, dropping something off and being done with it. It was to, it, it's the full effect of, checking, seeing this, seeing that. Um, and it, to me, that's, that's what it's all about. Um, so so as we move forward, and, and I'm bringing this up tonight because as we move forward into uh, 2023, um, I just believe the Lord has shown us and has let us go through all that we go through to let us know that it's not about nothing else but his purpose. And 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 are you gonna and are we gonna make a sacrifice for his purpose? It's not even about the people we're helping. It's about are we as individuals making a sacrifice for the purpose? And um, as I was out, you know, this is why I love my wife. She kept checking with me, making sure I was good because it was my birthday and we were doing a lot of running. She said, "You good? I said, hey, this is what we're supposed to do." But we could have easily passed the baton and said we were busy or we had other things to do. And we could have put a spin on it where we wouldn't have felt guilty. But yet at the end of the day, I don't think that I want to answer to that in front of the Lord that I did what I wanted to do, but I wasn't, I I was not, uh, uh, didn't want to do what the Lord called me to do. I was going to do it on my time, the way I wanted to do it, how I wanted to do it. And I think that's where we lose focus. And now I have a better appreciation for when we go out the next time, because now I know to look for more than just handing someone a bag of food or handing someone some cash or buying them groceries or or helping them find shelter. There's more to it than that. It really is. There's more to it than that. 
And it's about people's souls. It's about their hearts. Are their hearts right? Now, now everyone that, that we help and everyone that we come across, their heart's not going to be right. And and they're not going to always, um, and the reason they may not be right because maybe they don't know how to make it that way. Maybe they've been hurt before. Maybe they think the church is a game. Maybe they think the church is just a part of the government that's supposed to help them. And they don't have a, a, a spiritual sense of what's really going on. And why are we really doing what we're doing? That's why it's important that when we do ministry, that we, we do it from a place of love, you know, love. Because the people that we were trying to help, I'm looking at them as if that was my sister, if that was my aunt, if that was a cousin, would I went further? And if you feel like you should have went further, then you're really not walking in the purpose. And every time it's a learning experience, but we just have to be willing to, to, to take it to another level. So with that being said, I know I'm, I'm talking a lot. I'm just going to ask um, if, if my wife, you have anything you want to add? Um, yeah, I've been listening, and um, <laughs> um, I just feel that it's important for me um, personally, before I do anything, I just want to make sure that um, I have things in order between me and the Lord because I don't want anything that I do to be in vain. And so I had some um, issues that I was facing um, for the last couple months or so, um, well, technically all year, but a lot in the last couple months. And I'm like, I didn't want to do anything. Um, I'm like, mm, I'm going to just chill out for a minute and, and, you know, work on me and get myself together before I even um, put myself out there. And um, even though I, I said I was doing that um, at, here and there, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, not really trying to do it, but somehow um, the Lord just kept putting me in situations where, okay, there was a need that needed to be met and, you know, just, you know, just do it. And um, last week, um, I don't know if you already shared it, but um, last week I was um, out um, doing something for family and um, I used one of my, uh, I used my personal credit card. And I know if you all, I've been working on my credit and I'm very serious about my credit. So I did get a credit card because I'm not really a credit card person, but I got one because I needed to boost up my numbers and all of that. And I used my personal card when I was checking out instead of using um, the church's card to check out. And I'm like, oh, I just messed up my credit. That's what my brain was saying. So I'm in the store asking, can you put this back on my card, and then I'm going to pay with this card. And at the end of the day, they're like, no, it won't let us put the money back on the card. So I'm like, okay, all right. And I, I just stressing out. Then I was like, you know what, let me just go to Walmart and see if I can um, pay this bill at Walmart and put my money back on my card. Um, I get to Walmart. They're like, no, we can't put it back on your card. I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is Walmart. Y'all should be able to do anything. But they couldn't put my money back on my card. So here I am in the store. So let me just pick up a few more items um, for this family because, um, the stars that didn't have everything I needed. So I said, let me just pick up some more items at Walmart while I'm here. 
and I ended up running into a lady um, who had some clothes and um, she said they were, she was sleeping in the car with her kids and she was trying to get them something warm to wear and stuff. So I'm like, okay. So I ended up checking her out as well, um, getting, uh, you know, something warm for them. And I'm like, I wasn't even supposed to be in this store. Like, but I'm like, okay, thank you, Lord. Maybe all this had to happen because I needed to go to that store too. I don't know, but I'm just praying that's, that's how that was supposed to go. Even though I felt like, oh, I'm already in pain. Now I got to go to another store. Like, I'm like, I don't want to do this, but I thank God that I did do it because um, we, we were able to help somebody else um, in the long run. So. What I'm learning is, um, like you've been saying, you know, it's it's not really about me. It's about doing what the Lord wants you to do. Even if you don't feel like it, you know, there's always somebody worse off than you. So just look at it. You just be grateful in whatever the Lord is leading you to do. Just do it. Don't be just caught up in how you feel because at the end of the day, the Lord going to bless you no matter what. And it ain't got to be bless you with money. He going to bless you. Half the time, we don't even know the Lord didn't bless us uh, from a car accident. The Lord didn't bless us by sparing our kids' life. We don't even know everything that's happening behind the scenes. So just do what the Lord is telling you to do and um, do that uh, with pure intentions. Make sure you're not doing it to be seen or make sure you're not doing it to say, oh, look what I did. and it, No, do it with a pure heart and because you have a heart, heart like Christ and you want to help somebody. So that's what I'm learning um, even in this season where I am right now. I don't like this season that I'm in. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real. I did not like this season. Um, and I'm just like, okay, Lord, but I'm still going to do what you called me to do. So. Um, I just wanted to chime in on that and um, put God first, no matter what, no matter what you're going through, put him first. You may not understand why you're going through it. You may not like what you're going through, but God knows and just trust him at the end of the day. Um, He knows the plans that he has for you. So just trust uh, the process that he has you going through. And what I'm learning is not to focus on the issues that I'm facing but to just keep on worshiping God and giving him thanks no matter what. Because when you focus on it, the devil likes to repeat things over and over in your brain and keeps you stuck. Focus on what God is telling you to do and let go of some things. That's what I'm let, let it go because the devil wants you to keep it and hold on to it. And, and, and it's like, nope, let it go. Like God, if you're going to trust God with this, why not trust God with everything? So, just trust God and be about his business and make sure you're doing it with um, the right intentions. And um, if you're doing something, repent, ask for forgiveness, and then stop doing it and just do better. That's all I wanted to chime in to say. <laughs> Back to you, mister. Thank you. Thank you. One of the mm-hmm. things that, that I, I – um was able to see and what I'm learning is that regardless of what we as individuals, as believers go through, there's still a purpose that we have to do. Um, and, and part of the purpose 
that we live in. And one of the things that I've learned, and I guess I guess this is this is I'm not gonna say it's new for me, but it's it's a little different than the way I used to see things. Is that you know no one is perfect, and there's gonna be seasons in our life that that are hard and difficult. That's a reality. That's that's going to happen. Um, and can you do ministry and repent? Can you do ministry when you're sick? Can you do ministry when you have church hurt? All these things happens in everybody's life because no matter what happens, um, you still have to be mindful that whatever you do as a believer is going to affect somebody else. And and even though, and, and I'm going to say this because it's kind of deep, and we, because a lot of times we can mess up or we could be in a situation and and I'm going to use a couple of things, but it's really the same thing. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You still are a believer. You still have ministry. Now, I'm not saying that you can live any kind of way and do anything and, and get behind a pulpit and preach. No, there are certain things that, that you have to uh, do in ministry. And when you're not in your season, when you're not in your element, when you're not on top, you can still do ministry. You can still show up. You can support somebody else. Uh, I'm just since my I'm just going to use her as an example um, of what she said. And still support from a distance. It doesn't mean that that uh, the reality of life goes on or anything like that. Uh, it goes on, but the purpose and the will of God, we must be there and be available to do it. And and regardless of what's going on around us, we have to be willing and sacrifice some things to do it. And and this is this is just what I'm learning: uh, the sacrifice. Whether you're in good times, bad times, good standings, bad standings, you still have to make that sacrifice, um, and and that's that's what we have to do. And 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 to do that, it will make us stronger and make us better for when the season come again. We will know how to be equipped to handle certain things. We may not get it right the first time, but the second time, if you do it and you recognize it. The second time around, you should be okay. And sometimes it may take two or three times. Now, I'm not saying being a sinner and doing what you want to do. I'm not, not talking about that. But sometimes it's a learning lesson. Yesterday for me was a learning lesson because I watched people sacrifice their time when they didn't have to. And it was hard for them to sacrifice their time because they had to deviate from what the plan was the plan was to do this and to do this and to do that. And that's just the plan. But when the purpose and the will of God comes up, it doesn't care about what your plans are or how you feel. And see, we, we live in this feel good, do good type of, uh, uh, relationship with the Lord. As long as we feel good, we can do it. As soon as we don't feel good, we want to turn our backs 
and do it when we're ready to do it. And when we make the excuse, well, I'm not ready to do it or I can't do it. And and that's not what the Lord is trying to show us or trying to tell us to do. Um, just by us doing what we did yesterday and um, the Lord is still blessing. And if you show that you can make a sacrifice, he will, and while you're making a sacrifice, he's taking care of stuff on the other side. Now, there's some stuff I just can't say, but he's taking care of things. Um, and I, I'm going to just be honest, just because I made a sacrifice. And I did it willing. I didn't complain about it. I didn't argue about it. I didn't uh, twist my lips up about it. I just, I just did it. And and it was fine. And I'm, I'm just blessed to be able to have the mind to when the Lord is trying to show me something, I'm accept, I can accept what he's showing me, even though I thought what I was doing was right. And, and the Lord is like, nah, you, this is what I'm trying. And he, he allowed people around me to see this is how you do it. This is what it's about. Um, I was a little irritated with my wife because I knew she wasn't feeling well and she was out making, I like to say, unnecessary runs. But because of what the purpose of God's will, he had her do what he had her do because he never would have went to Walmart. She never would have met that lady that was sleeping in the car. And here I am trying to be a good husband. You need to come home. Hurry up and get home so we can do what we need to do. And and that's just my mindset. And after she was done doing what she was doing in pain, it was like, okay, I still didn't get it. And then, like I said on yesterday, it was a different, I got it. Pretty much Saturday night um, when we were out doing ministry. Seems like we've been doing ministry all weekend long. If it wasn't me, it was my wife. And, and like I said, a lot of phone calls has to be made. There's a lot of follow-up that has to be made. There's a lot of things that's going on that takes time away from the family or whatever you got going on. And that's the sacrifice that I'm talking about. You know, it was my birthday, and here I am uh, trying to help a family. And, and at this point, it went from Saturday to Sunday. Um, I missed my football game, and and y'all know how I am about my Steelers. I didn't even see the game, but ministry, ministry, and it was my birthday, ministry. And here it is, half my day is gone. I did not have plans to doing any of those things, and as I'm doing them. It's just like, you know, my wife asked him, okay, um, and making sure that, you know, because it wasn't nothing that I planned. And my wife is real big on birthdays. She's just real big on birthdays. I really, it's just another day for me. I'm blessed to, to see another year. I'm good. But at the same time, that's when the Lord took a lot of time. I had a lot of driving time by myself, and it was just like the Lord was showing me you got to make these sacrifices. If you want me to sacrifice for you, you got to sacrifice for me. 
And 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 that's pretty much what I learned over the weekend. And it just seemed like it's just been a, a I don't know. I'm 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 loving where the Lord has me and where He's taking me to a different level because I would have never have thought that I could be saying what I'm saying now because I thought the sacrifices I was making was good, but they were, I'm just going to use this phrase, excuse the language, pitched for, for years. And as long as I showed up and, and looked apart, it was okay. But when you got to go that extra mile to make sure that everybody is okay, because if we make one wrong decision, or show that we're not making sacrifices or doing it with a, a a dirty heart, it could affect those people that we're ministering to that's in our in our path. And and then also the Lord will show you some things uh with the people you're helping because everyone you help really some some people are just bad people. And we could be helping people be even worse people if we don't look for the signs. And, I, you know, all we're supposed to do is show up, get food, and leave. In some cases, yeah, but in some cases you got to talk to see where they're at and see if there's any room that you can plant some seeds. And if they're not receptive to the seeds, that's fine. The scripture says shake the dust off your feet and move on. And that's what you do. But if you don't try, You'll never know. And there's a lot of people that I've come across. Uh, yeah, we've had help. They came and dropped this off and did this, and that was it. There was never no follow-up. There was never no uh, conversation. It was just okay. To purpose. A lot of times when you're doing ministry, and it, it's really more than what it seems. When people go out and pass tracks out, is more than passing to just handing someone a pamphlet. When you're passing food out, it's more than just giving someone some food. There's more to it. And if you're not willing to accept the sacrifice to take it to that next level, a lot of times we miss out on helping people get to the next level because we're being basic. And when you're basic, pretty much, um, that's pretty much it. And even though you can use physical food as a, uh, why well, gave them physical food, but did you give them spiritual food? Why well, gave them money so they should be good? Well, no, because everyone's not good with money. Just because you gave them money and all oh, they decided to blow it. Well, okay, well, did you talk to them to see if they were going to blow it? Did you have any conversation? And this is what I'm talking, taking it to the extra mile. A lot of people say, well, I gave them this. Okay, did you talk to them? And, and, and that's really pretty much what I'm trying to say tonight. Um, nothing more, nothing less. It's just trying to be a good servant and doing what God has us to do the way he wants us to do it, not the way we want to do it. Because if you ask me how to do it, I think I got the perfect scenario. But see, that's Derek's way. That's not the Lord's way. And every time the Lord goes and does something, it's not always the way we want it done. We may think he want it done that way, but it's not always that way. And and that's one of the things that I'm learning. It's okay to be different. It's okay to minister 
the way that God wants you, as long as you're doing it from a pure heart, it's okay. Regular folks may not like it. It may not be their cup of tea, but it's okay. As long as you're doing it the way you want to do it. Again, I'm going to use my wife as an example. I wanted my wife to stay in the house. She's been in pain. I live with this woman. I know what she goes through. I know what she does. So when I say she was in pain, she made a sacrifice. And if she can make a sacrifice with her body in pain, then why can't I make a sacrifice just because it's a birthday? And see, that's, that's, that's to me, and I, I hope I'm not wrong when I say it, but that's the gospel. Jesus didn't always follow the book. He told the leopards, go show yourselves to the priests. But they were never clean. There was a lot. They had to be cleansed before you went. But Jesus told them to do it the way he was led to do it. And sometimes when you're doing stuff the way the Lord leads you to do it, people who are traditional will, will, will argue with you and want to fight against you. But that's not the way we do it. Well, see, that's the problem, the way we do it. See, it shouldn't be a we. It should just be him. It's his way. It's his word. It's his glory. And if he's telling you to do it this way, then that's what you do. There are people that witness differently than other people. And, and it, 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 if you're, it's okay if you're doing it with a pure heart. Because how the Lord tells you to do it, who am I to tell you he's not telling you to do it? Just because that way it don't work for me don't mean it won't work for you because you're your own individual. You have your own relationship with Christ. Years ago, years ago, um, when my father was still living, I was a junior elder, and uh, we had an assignment. And um, we had to go into the crack house to get out one of our members' grandson. And I'll never forget this when we went in there. Because um, my father, it was a couple elders, and he took two deacons. Now, I call them, these was cussing deacons. And my father knew who to take with him to go into this place to get the grandson out. And it was funny, and I'll never forget this, and the Lord just put this in my memory. When we went there, we went, we met at the church, we had prayer, we we got in the church van, and we went to the crack house. It, it was not a good scene at all. And... One of the deacons knew half the people in the house, and that's why my father told him he wanted us to come. And I watched the elders. Now, the elders, if they was in the church, the elders always want to be up front. But this time, the elders stepped to the back because they were not used to the scene. They were not used to the language. They were not used to it. So when a deacon went in there, and you have all these drug, you know, people that's about seven, eight, and there was some, some women in there as well. And the elders faded to the back as the deacons led up because they knew how to handle the situation. They weren't going in there quoting scriptures. They didn't go in there singing kumbaya. They went in there to get the young man out. And that's what they did. Some of the language was not Christian appropriate language, but 
at the end of the day, the Lord used them people to bring them out of the situation that they were in. From that point on, they uh, formed a group called Christians in Recovery. The elders of the church, and this is talking about my father's church, didn't like it because they were saying that, you know, they didn't speak the right language and this, that, and the other. Sometimes God will use people, uh, certain people, to do certain jobs. And the deacon, this is what they, this is what they were, they were recovering addicts, and they knew how to go in and get them. And I was just, I, I learned something from that point. Everyone's not. like me and I'm not like everybody else but when you have a purpose and God puts you he'll put you in position and put the right people around you to go in certain situations I will never judge anyone for the way that they witness um, as long as they don't it would appear hard and and but the only thing that I will say is not just about giving money and your time it's about dropping off some seeds and some word and it's also about follow-up and it's also about making sure that, that that we're doing it for the right reason and not the wrong reason. And that's pretty much what I what all I have for for you guys on tonight. Um, it wasn't going to be deep. Uh, again, Lord is moving in 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 great ways. There's a lot of stuff going on, and yeah, we're in a season right now that we're we're in a battle. On every everywhere you look, inside my house, outside my house, in the car, outside the car, at work, not at work. It's just a battle, and the Lord is trying to see how much am I willing to sacrifice of Derek, and even of the the, the even of being in church, being just churchy. How much am I willing to sacrifice to be what He wants me to be? In order for me to be what he wants me to be, there has to be a lot of dying. I got to die daily. And I also have to be willing to be taught by the Holy Spirit. I'm not saying every, I'm by, by the Holy Spirit. And when things come up, you know, pray, ask God. You know, we all say we have discernment. Well, when you're out there doing what we do, are you using your discernment? Or you just out there just being out there. And that's pretty much all that I wanted to say. Again, um, I keep saying it, and I'm telling you, we're not going through all of this for nothing. And the Lord keeps putting in my spirit, you know, um, you about, you you're about to get to the next level. Because I feel good in my And as I talked about yesterday, when David was invaded and he went and got his stuff back, Samuel, 30th chapter, um, starting with the first verse, it says, Zilag burned down. David and his 600 men were invaded while they went off to war. And when they were in a, they were in Zilag. And I'm just roughly repeating for those that didn't hear yesterday. And what I found amazing about this is when David's stuff was taken and his city was burned down, the 600 men that was with David wanted to stone David because they said it was his fault. And, and, and when they said it was his fault, he was hurt because the 600 men that was with David, before they hooked up with David, they were weak men. 
David turned the men into strong men. He turned them into worshipers. He turned the men into men of God. And then as soon as something came along, they wanted to stone David. They said it was his fault. But David encouraged himself. And, and, and encouraging himself, uh, the Lord said, pursue him. You will overtake him. 200 out of the 600, 200 said, we're not going with you. And I'm just saying this. Everyone's not going to go with you or can go with you when you go to that next level. Even though they've been with you all these years, they can't go with you to the next level. And just remember that. Everyone can't go with you. Everyone's not going to understand you. Everyone's not going to like you. Even though you're doing the will of the God, the will of the Lord, everyone's not going to like you. And because they don't like you, it doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. It just means that they cannot handle your anointing. And because they can't handle your anointing, it's not your problem. It's their problem. So don't let it be your problem. And see, a lot of people in church ain't going to like me come 2023 because everyone can't go to where I'm going. Everyone can't go. They're not. And the Lord didn't show me that. He didn't show me that in my failures. He didn't show me that in my sins. He didn't show me that in my walk and in my ministry. Everyone cannot go to where I'm going. Too many people are focused on the wrong thing. And the thing about it is, is I'm going to take back everything that the, that that I've lost this season. Take it back. Take it back. And because the Lord told me to pursue, go get what's mine. And that's what I'm going to do. And now that I look at things in a different way, in a different light, doesn't bother me no more. You can talk about me all you want. Say whatever you want to say. Because the Lord got me, and I already know what I have to do, sacrifice. My wife said it, stop doing certain things and just be about your father's business. And, and that's, that's what we got to do. That's what we got to do. And, and you know, um, I just hope that uh, this was an encouraging message. Um, I hope it really wasn't a message, just a talk, a conversation. And it's funny, when you're helping people and you're serving, you just want to get back and just let everybody know what you learned. I was like a little kid, just want to let everybody know this is what I've learned. I'm never too old because I don't have the answers. And when I learn, I get excited and want to share with other people. So if you're doing ministry, I'm glad you're doing ministry. I'm glad you got the mind and the heart to do ministry. But there's a different levels to it. And just make sure that when you're talking to people, ministering to people, make sure that you be very um, pay attention. Because just because you're giving them food, money, or whatever you're giving them, that just may be the introduction to where the, you can go with your ministry, with individuals. And that's it. That's all I got. And and um, we got some great things coming up, and and like I said, I can't say too much right now, but there's gonna be some great things coming up, come 2023. I promise you, 
there's going to, there's going to be some great things. And I just ask that y'all continue to, to pray for us, pray for my family. Um, again, thank all those that gave me the birthday wishes. Um, I appreciate you. Um, means a lot. Um, but at the same time, uh, just keep that I keep my head and my eyes looking towards Jesus so we can get to the next level because we have to do God's work. Time is running out. And, and every day is a day that we should be striving to do his work. And that's all I got. Tomorrow night we have Praise Tabernacle Bible Study, 7 o'clock. On Tuesday night, Wednesday, Wednesday morning, we have vent break at 8 a.m. In the morning, every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Um, Wednesday night, we have Watchmen on the Wall uh, with Elder Bazaar in time teaching. On Thursdays, we have the Royal Bluette family um, every Thursday night at 7 p.m. as well. Saturday, we have a spiritual sense of life uh, with uh, Overseer Timothy Jackson out of Dallas, Texas. Sunday morning, we have Praise Tabernacle Church, Bishop Omar Zachary. Um, Mondays, of course, D&K Bible Break. All this is on Chaos Talk Radio, and I want to thank again all the people who make this possible. Uh, people from Blog Talk, again, I appreciate you. Thank you uh, for all you do and for us taking it to another level. Um, we are up, and every year they do these awards, and, um, again, we're up for another award. Uh, I got more details about it because I forgot the name, and I can't go to my email right now to see it. But we're up for another award for Blog Talk Radio. Um, we won two so far. And... Um, it's not even about that, but I'm just putting it out there. So we, we are we over 50,000 listeners. Um, I'm proud of that. Uh, and at the same time, every message, every show that goes out, someone is hearing it. Just because you may not get a direct phone call from the people that are listening, People are listening, and they're listening to the word of God. This is why the devil is hitting me and my family so hard. 50,000 people, and every day of the week, Chaos Talk Radio is bringing the word. Whether it's with vent break, whether it's with watchmen on the wall, the word is going out. And it's not because and everybody is different, everyone's style is unique, but at the end of the day, it's all about Jesus Christ. He gets all the glory. And I'm proud to say I'm part of something that stands for Jesus. Everyone has their own style. Everyone has their own way that they do things. And I'm, I'm sitting here, and I'm a blessed man because I get to watch this, and I get to see people's lives changing and you never know what you may say what you may do what scenario you may use what you're going through what your family going through my wife didn't say a lot tonight but she said a whole lot for people who don't like the season that they're in right now for whatever reason it may be whatever reason it may be 
people who teach the messages and who talks about the word, we go through things just like everybody else do. My sister, um, uh, who, who, you know, I lost, <clears throat> you know, she was in a bad car accident and she died on December 17th. But the thing that so bad on my birth, she was in an accident on my birthday on December 11th. And she lived to a couple more days and she passed away. So people don't understand what you go through mentally. And and sometimes they think, oh, it's your birthday. You had, you know, there's a lot of things. So I needed that time to myself on yesterday. And I even told my wife I didn't want this. I just wanted to just be where I needed to be because people don't know that. And when they don't know that, they just think what they think. And you never know what people go through. So the reason I love blog talk and I love my chaos is because every week you get a variety of different people presenting the word of God. And you don't know who you may affect and how you may affect them. So I'm just blessed. And the devil don't like that. Because if he shut me down and chaos is over with, 50,000 people don't get the word. And out of the 50,000 people, how many people you think really go to church? How many people you really think are saved? So every week we got to come hard and hard and hard and give whatever it is God has given you to give. You just got to do it. And there's a platform, so you're without excuse. And don't say, um, and I put it out there for a long time. I'm not putting it out there no more. But this is a platform, and you can use it. And everyone that's on the chaos umbrella, don't no one get charged a dime to come on the air to talk about the gospel. And that's one of the things that I'm proud of. We don't charge no money. So you know this is God run. The Lord is blessing it. So every chance you come on, chaos, you're going to get the word of God. I'm going to see to that you get the word of God. And and that's what God put me in this position for, and that's what I'm thankful for. We could be talking about a whole lot of other stuff, but everything is centered around Christ. And everyone has their own platform of how they want to present Christ to the people. So one of the biggest things blog talk likes is the diversity that we have. And when I say diversity, I ain't talking about the world's diversity. I'm talking about diversity in Christ. We all talking about the same thing. And because we're all talking about the same thing, we're just doing it in different areas and different ways. But at the end of the day, it's about Jesus Christ. And that's what I love about it. So if you're thinking that we're going to change and I'm going to have different type of shows and but not, We're not doing that. It's all centered around Jesus Christ. And because it's centered around Jesus Christ, of course, I'm I'm telling you, it's just in my spirit because I know how the Lord is hitting me and my family. I think everyone that has something to do with blog talk is being hit hard. Not because they're doing anything wrong. It's because they have a platform to serve Christ. And because they have a platform to serve Christ, when they go through situations and they go through things, they're going to give you the solution how they made it over. And it's going to be Jesus Christ at the end. And that's what I love about 
chaos. So with that being said, tune us in tomorrow night, Bible study, 7 p.m. And uh, hopefully you got something out of it. If you didn't, then forgive me. We'll be back next Monday. We'll try harder next Monday, I promise you. And uh, that being said, you thank you for listening to Chaos Talk Radio. And we'll see you on tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Thanks. Derek Oliver, Derek Oliver.